The information in this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Listeners should not act upon the content or information in this podcast without first seeking appropriate individualized advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. The views expressed in this podcast may change without notice and may differ from those views expressed from other bank personnel. The bank makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CNB Financial Wellness Show, where we discuss popular topics to try and help you make effective financial decisions. My name is Lori Halen, and I work on the wealth team at CNB Wealth Management. I'm joined today by one of our resident experts, Denise Doze. Denise is a certified financial planner on our team, and today she is going to discuss an important topic for many families, planning for college. Hello, Denise. Nice to have you here today. Uh, So let's start with a pretty uh, simple concept. Explain to me, what do you mean by college planning? Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about my personal situation. It's very appropriate that that I'm here talking about this today because I have a daughter who's a senior. And we have been knee-deep in the college planning for the past few years. And you know it's not easy to try to get your your child to tr- start thinking about what do you want to do with for the rest of your life? And by the way, it costs a lot of money. So yeah. there's <laughs> a, a lot of conversations that you have to kind of tee up with your children about thinking about their future and having realistic expectations about what's going to be needed in the future. For For today's purpose, we're really kind of targeting Maybe, maybe a student that might be a, a junior or senior in high school. Great. Well, I'm glad that this is so timely for you as well. That will benefit all of us. So what's the first step? Well, the first step is really to fill out the free application for student financial aid. It's referred to as the FAFSA form. And that is what schools will look at to try to give you a financial aid package. Even if you don't think you're going to qualify for any government assistance or have any of those needs, you're still highly encouraged to fill that form out. It has to be done by October 1st of your student's senior year. Got it. So what types of aid are available? Uh, You have scholarships, grants, work-study programs, and loans. Scholarships are funds for education typically based on merit, talent, academic performance. So even if you apply for these, you still have to fill out the FAFSA so that you can apply for additional scholarships that might be available. They are awarded from a wide variety of sources, such as uh, businesses, foundations, not-for-profit organizations, even at the schools. Grants are typically need-based on your, uh, for income, and they come from state or federal government programs. Typically, these funds do not need to be paid back. Work-study programs are typically need-based and allow students to work part-time at the college in some capacity. Then there are loans, funds that you will borrow and then pay back at a later time, and they're charged interest in the meantime. So it's important for you to understand the different types of loans so that you know if you are responsible for those interest payments right then or if they're deferred to a later time. 
So what about offers? Like how do you how do you look at these offers and and try to put together the data that you can make an educated decision on which school may be best? Well, you start looking at the cost effectiveness and a lot of times you'll say, "All right, my my son or daughter wants to major in engineering or nursing or business management and what is the potential salary that you might might attain from that and understanding realistic starting salaries and how that correlates to your degree so when you're looking at schools and schools are very between in-state schools private schools they all have very drastic different price tags and it's important for you to kind of apply to all of those, apply to the schools that your student might want to go to, and then really take a a good look at the financial aid package that they offer. Because a lot of times you'll find that the expensive schools maybe give you a little bit more in merit aid because your student has had good grades. And there's different opportunities that different schools have. So don't ever rule out any one thing, but understanding how those cost effectiveness fit together based on your financial aid package uh, makes a huge deal. I'm sure it does. So it's all, there's been a lot of stuff in the news about student loan, student loan debt, uh, and, and how negative, uh, negatively it can impact someone just getting out of school and starting in the workforce. Uh, what, are th- what are things that borrowers should think about before taking out student loans? Well, it's really about setting a a right expectation of what you might be able to afford kind of in the future. And it's, it's so hard to get students to think about, you know, that, that number because they can't kind of put their hands around it all the time. So, you know, there's a, there's a good conversation that really needs to be had between the students and the parents. And once you pick out your school, you know, the, the loans and stuff that you take out will make a huge difference in regards to your repayment p- plan and how quickly you might have to repayment, repay it. Um, you know, are there different options about that repayment? Are you going to go to a private sector that might help you cover some of your, your potential debt and really time trying to analyze all those different options? So, Along those same lines, um, how does a borrower take out the right loans? Well, the first thing you want to look at is, are you being offered any federal federal loans? Are they subsidized for interest rate purpose? And what that means is, if they're a subsidized loan, that the government will actually pay the interest up until you graduate. So that's less money that's actually accumulating that will be tacked on to the end of your loan. The other loans have to do with uh, parent loans, private loans, and those will start adding up really quickly. So it's important that you take advantage of first any federal loans that you might qualify for and then supplement in the other private sectors. Got it. So what do you do once it comes time, as it eventually will, to repay those loans? How does that work? Well, hopefully you have a degree. And you've gone to school and you've, you've actually satisfied that, that degree. And you, you start looking at, all right, what, 
what am I making now? Was it a realistic expectation of when I went into this field? And is it ultimately what I'm going to want to do for the rest of my life? And a budget is an important concept that, um, you know, you have to learn to live within this budget and set these repayment plans back so that you can try to pick away at them piece by piece. What do you mean by that? Well, with some of the repayment plans, there's there's these different terms that they call them, and they're called revised pay-as-you-earn repayment plan, pay-as-you-earn repayment plan, income-based repayment plan, income-contingent repayment plan. So I'm sure you're probably getting the idea that this is all a little overwhelming. There's a lot of different options. There's a lot of decisions that need to be made, and there's a lot of professionals that are out there that will help you kind of navigate this field as you're kind of ending your your college career and moving into the workforce. Absolutely. So this is a lot of information uh, to digest for sure. And as you know, one of the things that we always try to do in our show is kind of do a recap. Um, How about some action items? Uh, You as a parent who is faced with a lot of what we've been talking about on our call today, it would be helpful if you could just give us just a few tips uh, or action items that we can take away from our conversation today. Thanks, Lori. I would say there might be probably three kind of action items that I think are of importance of revisiting. Uh, The first one being, after you've completed the FAFSA form, apply to multiple colleges and universities. That'll give you an opportunity to get comfortable comparing different financial aid packages that each school will send you. It'll list out all the costs of attendance, any scholarships or grants that you might be eligible for, and any loans that you might be eligible eligible for from a federal standpoint. Then you really have a good comparison to accurately take a good snapshot picture of what the true cost might be to you and your family. The second thing is, is if you're son or daughter really likes the school, don't be afraid to appeal if the price point isn't where you you want it to be. Um, You'll want to ask for more money. Use leverage from the other school's offers. The worst that they can say is no, uh, we've given you the max amount that that we can. And then at least you feel confident and comfortable that you've done everything you can to to get that price down. And lastly, since this, this has been geared towards juniors and seniors, we really left out a huge segment. which has to do with starting early. You know, understand what your state's 529 college saving plans are. Uh, There's covered out education accounts that you have available. Uh, Are any grandparents or what your contribution might be? So hopefully that gives you enough takeaways to kind of get you started in that process. And as always, we're always here to answer any questions you might have along the way. Denise, thank you. This has been a great conversation. Uh, College planning can really be overwhelming, and we hope these tips can make it easier for families that are going through this process. This has been the CNB Financial Wellness Show. As always, let us know if we can help you navigate the complex financial world. Our team is here for you, and we thank you for listening today. I'm Lori Halen, and I'll see you next time.